Hello, and welcome back to Music Therapy and Beyond. It's Alyssa here, and this is our Music Week for the month of September. Here in Missouri, the weather is changing and fall is finally upon us. It's my favorite season. I love fall. Everything about it. The campfires, pumpkins, the flavored coffee, and curling up to watch a movie on a chilly night. In honor of cozy movie night season, I thought it would be fun to take a look into some fun facts and a brief history of movie soundtracks. You might think this sounds like a boring topic for this week, but I think you're going to find what I did, and it's actually really interesting and a lot of fun. Plus, I have a little game for us to play at the end of the episode, so stick around. Let's get to it. Film scores are such an important and somewhat overlooked component of a film. I mean, have you ever heard a piece from a movie on Spotify and immediately known what part of the movie it was in? This recently happened to me with the Pride and Prejudice soundtrack, and it made me want to watch that movie all over again. It is one of my favorites, so I'm not complaining. Some of you may love movies specifically for the film score or the soundtrack because it really just sets the mood or moves you in some way. Well, once upon a time, film scores were actually performed live and provided individually by the theaters showing the film. This was the case in the silent film era beginning in the 1890s, and there would be a live person or a small group of musicians to either play a phonograph, a piano, or sometimes an organ to orchestrate the film. Around the dawn of the 1930s, when sound was synchronized with celluloid of movie film, composers began to compose scores to match the films, most of which was orchestral music from band composers. In 1951, the score for the film A Streetcar Named Desire set the stage for Western original music compositions in film as opposed to their previously mainly European sound and style. Soon after the song, Oh My Darlin', and yes, that's the one, Oh My Darlin', Oh My Darlin', it was so successful that there was high demand for original music to be written for movies for both promotional purposes and to gain traction with radio airtime. As a fun fact, according to PortablePress.com, the first commercially available movie soundtrack was for Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. The album title actually had to explain what it was since the concept of commercialized film scores was so new to people. One prolific voice you've heard was that of Elvis Presley. He made over three dozen films in the 50s and 60s. Not many of these films were hits in the movie world, but that wasn't really the intention to begin with. They were really designed to sell music. One of these radio hits came from the movie Blue Hawaii, the song of the same name sold over 3 million copies and happened to be Elvis's top-selling studio record of all time. For the 20 or so years after 1951, film music largely explored and imitated popular music of the day, branching out to genres like jazz and pop. The rise of old Western films and music also became popular in this era. Fast forward to the 1970s and synthesizers officially made their way into film scores. This era was hallmarked by 
a split between newer synth music and a return to classical music in film scores. This split continued into the 80s, where film scores took a backseat to original film songs such as Ghostbusters and Footloose. Although there are notable scores, classical scores, in this era from John Williams, for example, who composed the scores for the movies E.T., Indiana Jones, Superman, and probably most notably Star Wars. From the 1990s to current day, one large barrier to film composers came with the advent of the synthesizer and digital audio workshops, commonly referred to as DAWs. Virtual instruments have proven to be a barrier. However, true orchestral arrangements and compositions are still commonplace in the film industry today. Non-classical musicians have also found success in scoring for films such as Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails and Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead. Additionally, there are more female film score composers than ever before, such as Wendy Melvoin and Lisa Coleman, Micah Levy, Miriam Cutler, and Rachel Portman, among others. Speaking of success, can you guess the top three soundtracks ever sold in movie history? I'll give you a second to think about it and make your guess. The number one spot for the most successful film score or soundtrack ever sold in movie history goes to the song Saturday Night Fever by the Bee Gees. Number two is The Bodyguard by Whitney Houston. And number three is Dirty Dancing. Number four is the Titanic soundtrack, as some of you may have guessed being in the top three. So at the top of the episode, I mentioned how when you hear a piece from a film score, it can take you right back to the movie or even the scene it was featured in. Let's experience that together. I'm going to share a soundbite from three famous films and I want you to identify what movie it came from. Here's an excerpt from movie number one. Here's an excerpt from movie number two.
And last but not least, here's an excerpt from movie number three. Did you know them all? I tried to pick a variety sampling here. The movies were first, Jurassic Park, second, The Revenant, and third, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Thank you so much for hanging with me and learning a little bit about the history of film scores in movies. I hope that the next time you find yourself curled up on hopefully a crisp fall evening for you, but any other time that you find yourself watching a movie, you'll take a second to pay attention to the music. How would the scene be different if there wasn't music in the background? Do you feel like the film score accentuates the film or the plot line or the story or the moment, or is it distracting to you? Is it taking away from what's going on? Pay attention, and you might be surprised what you find or what you think about. You can find sources for this episode in our show notes at www.musictherapyandbeyond.com or in the description below. If you guessed all three movie soundtracks, we'd love to hear about it. Reach out to us at musictherapyandbeyond at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook to make sure you're staying up to date with all of the content that we're putting out there for you. Thank you again for sticking with us, and we'll see you next week for our October learning segment.